इंडो अमेरिकन न्यूज रेडियो इंडिया न्यूज यूएस न्यूज वर्ल्ड न्यूज मूवी रिव्यूज एंड लोकल कम्युनिटी राउंडिफिकल्टीज थैंक यू सो मच थैंक यू संध्या सो इफ यूर इन द मूड फॉर नोइंग मोर अबाउट सम So many things. So many things. This is the place About to be, and this sports, is the station that you tune into every Saturday from three to six p.m. because we are the best in news coverage and the only program in all of U.S. Desi program which does a quiz contest and a classically uh, based raga based music program. So, guys, you all can never go wrong with Indo American News Radio program. correct that's right and as we were talk- we were teasing promote that he came, he came here looking like a khadi minister of information and broadcasting <laughs> yes i could be that promote where are you going after this uh, there's a shivratri program oh, oh that's wow. where you're going yeah of promote course promote never you know gets uh, never fails to get uh, invited Proper. to all these different events not really <laughs> i think jawar gets more invitation he's he's always partying <laughs> promote and jawar both of them every day they have three to four no, events no 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 let's not break our reputation <laughs> we we oh, all okay only one or two <laughs> <laughs> we all like to party all the time <laughs> <laughs> no but uh the uh I'm I'm a little worried about my recording going on here which doesn't seem to be recording. Oh it doesn't. No. Oh. It's flashing. But um well, folks, folks. We, what I'm trying to say is that we actually record the program while it's live and then we upload it as a podcast. And and Sanjali you want to take that cue? <laughs> yes, sure, sure. So guys, you are listening to Indo American News Radio. We just uh finished our unplug session which usually is 3 to 4 pm so two weeks we do the i think i know this quiz contest and then the third week jyoti does her classically yours with jyoti where she plays songs based on a particular raga so today we had teenagers for the first time all our contestants were teenagers uh, ananya patidar suhani srivastava and grishma gaikwad and uh, they fared pretty well what do you think promote they did really well right well uh, they did okay yes uh, they did lot of guessing yes. and i'm not sure if it was more than what the adults do or <laughs> le- about the same that's a good thought yes we can you know uh, maybe mull on that but uh, I mean I thought they fared pretty well. Uh, they could do a little better. Yeah. Yes, of certainly. Course. There's always room for improvement. Okay. So uh, for our 4 to 6 section, you are listening to Indo American News Radio and you are probably listening either on 98.7 FM or you're listening to us on the Masala Radio app. By Monday you can hear our recorded show on podcast which is uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and Breaker. Please do support our show. Select follow on our Spotify podcast channel to receive new updates. And please 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 do give us a 5 star rating that would help us a lot and help us go a long way. So at 4:20 p.m., uh, this country was built on immigrants who worked hard to make their mark. Although that premise has not changed, the pathways to become immigrants through employment have become more complicated. Attorney Chiro Nanakara deals with such cases at Willy Nanakara LLC, and today he will be explaining that the different types of employment visas available. 
Seema Govil has been in all aspects of media and event promotions. Based in Austin, she has her own PR and media agency focused on South Asian brands. She recently came back from a long trip to India where she visited an Akshay Patra kitchen. She filmed the experience and has made a short documentary of the visit. She will be joining us today at 5 p.m. with Naveen Goel, the CEO of Akshay Patra, to talk about the film. Although Rishi Bhutada was born and raised in Houston and attended Ailey Hastings High School, he has been rooted in Indian culture and his Hindu heritage. Since 2010, he has been an active member of the Hindu American Foundation and has helped to advocate to correct items that have been offensive to Hindus or depict them in a terrible light. He will be joining us today at 5.20 p.m. to explain the activities and impact of the HAF or the Hindu American Foundation. Also, do stay tuned in for news roundup, views, sports and movie reviews. To be featured on our show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at indoamericannews at yahoo.com. And please do also visit our website, indoamerican-news.com, to track all current stories and remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years. And over to Pramod for his excellent news roundup. Thank you, Sanchali. Live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India and around the world. India has called for a peaceful dialogue to end the war in Ukraine. However, it is taking advantage of discounted pricing to import record volumes of Russian crude oil. In January, India imported 1.4 million barrels of oil per day, up 9.2% from December. The share of Russian crude has risen to a record 28% of India's total imports. India is the second largest importer of crude oil, second only to China. Global high-tech layoffs are also affecting India. Just this week, Google laid off 450 employees in India. Earlier, Twitter shut down two of its three offices in India after firing nearly 90% of its workforce. The layoffs are also affecting the high-tech industry that is indigenous to India. In 2022, more than 20,000 workers at sectors such as edtech and e-commerce were handed pink slips. On the other side of the economic coin, India's road minister Nitin Gadkari has suggested that India's road infrastructure will match that of the United States by the end of 2024. Carolina Governor Nikki Haley has announced her candidacy to become the Republican nominee for the 2024 presidential election. In the past, Haley had suggested that there is no racism in the Republican Party. However, Haley's announcement has resulted in a racist attack from Ann Coulter. The right-wing commentator told Nikki to go back to her own country. Coulter also launched a racist attack on India, saying, What's with the worshipping of cows? They're all starving over there, Coulter said. Haley has yet to respond to Coulter's attack. Here in Houston, Mattress Mac Jim McInvale has launched a lawsuit challenging the re-election of Lena Hidalgo as the Harris County judge. Hidalgo had called the lawsuit frivolous, saying in Harris County, we're not, we're not only enduring the pillow guy, 
but also we got to deal with the mattress mac as well. In sports news, cricket fans enjoyed a tremendous fight back from the men's cricket team on the second day of the second test match against Australia in New Delhi. Australia scored a decent 263 in its first inning, but India's top order failed and was able to score only 66 runs for the loss of four wickets. Middle-order batsmen Virat Kohli and Ravinder Jadeja started the rebuilding by scoring 50, 44 and 26 runs respectively. The lower-order all-rounders Akshar Patel and Ravichandran Ashwin scored courageous 74 and 37 runs each to allow India to score 260 runs, just one short of Australia's total. The third day starts tonight at 10 p.m. Houston time with Australia at 61 for one loss in its second inning. Meanwhile, in South Africa, the Indian women's team suffered an 11-run loss against England in the World T20 Cup. India still has a good chance to enter the semi-final round. India will play Ireland in the last first-round match on Tuesday. Finally, this afternoon, some good news on gun control front. Harris County held its third gun buyback program this morning. Cars could be seen lining up for three hours at the entrance of Dusen Park in northeast Harris County. Officials said they collected 845 firearms from the first event in the third ward and 1,208 firearms during the second event in Alif. Since the buyback events, violent crime has gone down in both the third ward and Alif. That's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News talk show. Happens in the buyback? Do they actually get money? For yes, yes. How much do they get? Depends on the depends weapon. On, right, depends on the firearm. It's okay. between fifty and a hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, really? So it's not really worth anything. I don't How much do they normally cost? I have no idea. Fifty uh, to hundred bucks. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, actually, so that's a good buyback. Firearms can cost a lot more. Right, but a handgun is like you can buy one for fifty to hundred bucks. Okay. And you said uh, India is the second largest importer of crude oil, second only to China. Importer from like any country or is it just the Russian? It's primarily the Middle East countries okay. and uh, uh, Russia now. And uh, so uh, from Russia itself, they're uh, buying about, uh, has 28%. risen to 28%. How, how, and it was a uh, lot less? No, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was okay. minuscule before. Oh, wow. So, but they they saw they saw an opportunity to, to naturally to, why not? Oppo- yeah. No, no, but they import the oil, they refine it, and they sell the refined. Yeah, some because we have the largest time. oil refinery in the world. Right, but some of it—it's not some of it. A lot of it goes back to West Europe. Not really. A lot of it is consumed within India. Yeah, exactly. But they wouldn't make any money that way. The, right, the, they don't have to. They need to because they're buying it for very cheap. See, we need to. Uh, uh, import 85% of our oil demand. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. So as long as they can get it cheap, they're good. But they do, uh, from especially the Jamnagar refinery in Gujarat, they do uh, send the uh, gasoline and diesel to to, Europe. to, to Western yeah. Europe. That's okay. that's exactly what I was talking about. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, we were supposed to be joined by the organizers of the uh, Shivaji, uh, what was it? The Shivaji Jayanti. Jayanti. It's two different things. It's Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj Jayanti, which Ah, is supposed to be held tomorrow. It's different. Right, but that's that's where you're going today. No, 
Oh, you're no, not no. going there. He's going to Shivratri. So you're going to Shivratri. Lord Shiva. Okay, big but this, difference. And this, but this is, is Shivaji, Shivaji Jayanti. Yeah, Shivaji yeah. the. Because there, I was saying the Maratha people, warrior. The people who are organizing the Shivaji Jayanti are going to be calling in today. Right, right. Any minute now. Okay. Unfortunately, they haven't called in. So maybe you could talk about that a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, yes. So it is going to be held at the Gujarati Samaj of Houston Center, which is located on West Belfort Avenue. And it's going to be a huge, huge Shivaji Maharaj Jayanti celebration. There's going to be a 40 feet wide Diwali Kila and cave. There'll be Ganesh Puja and Mahabhavani Puja, Rangoli exhibition, science fair for teens, Amar Chitrakatha movies for children. Pramod, you want to say a few more? Okay, sure. Uh, skit by children and a special Hindi drama. Dhol Tasha, Janj Pathak, Powara, Lazim, Punjabi Dhol. Uh, parai drums. Parai drums. I've mm. never heard of those. What are oh, those? Oh, those are from, I saw them at an uh, Odisha. The, they're from Odisha, I think. Oh, okay. Drums, and yeah. there'll be a theme-based Or maybe they're from the contest. South. They may be from Tamil Nadu. Yeah, yeah I, yes. I've never heard of it before. Yes, I think they're from Tamil Nadu. Yeah. And uh, there'll be theme-based costume contest. And then there are food and merchandise stalls. Uh, exhibitions and presentations and lots of dignitaries and elected officials have been invited and then there are storyboards on various Indian heroes. So once again where is it and when? It's at the Gujarati Samaj of Houston Gr- uh, center, The event center. Right. At the event center at uh, 9550 West Belford Avenue and it's tomorrow February 19th from 2 to 7 p.m. There'll also be face painting, mehendi, Inflatable slides for toddlers and kids. It's free, but you have to register. Yeah, so name it, uh, you know, you'll have something that will float your boat. And I'm hoping there'll be food also. Yeah, there is. I've mentioned it. You could not go to an Indian function without food. Right. Right. And to register, you have to go to www.tinyurl.com slash, this is complicated. So is it a free event? BD9CZVNH. It yeah. is a free event. It free is entry. free, but they want you to register. But if you want to get more details about it, go to pick up a paper, Indo-American News, and it's on page what? Uh, six, eight, uh, eight, eight. Page eight. eight. Page eight. eight. A full page ad. Full page ad. So please do so. And we did want to let the organizers know that we gave them an ample opportunity to come on the air. Unfortunately, I'm and sure that they're very busy. And it's being organized by two different associations. One is the Shivaji Maharaj Antar Rashtriya Parivar and the Gujarati Samaj of Houston. So they're jointly collaborating to you know, make this event possible. So right. a lot of effort has gone into it. So please do attend and make it a success. Great. And uh, now we're going to be going very shortly to our regularly featured guests. Uh, the uh, the first guest is going to be Attorney Chiro Nanayakara. Right. And he is actually stepping in for George Willey, who is oh, okay. out right now. Okay, okay. So we're going to be talking about employment-based visas and so on. Yeah, Chiro has come uh, before. Yes, so he, he has, has been on the show familiar. before. So it's George Willey and Chiro uh, Nanayakara. They are partners, partners in this law firm. So we want to make sure. Yeah, Sanjay is very proud of her pronunciation. Of, of Nanayakara. I got Nanayakara. it. I got it down pat now. Yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering if anyone had to say anything about Anne Coulter's attack. On... Uh, I did. I mentioned it. I know, but but you know, what do you all think about it? I think it's a very uh, it sucks. It's, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know, Nikki Haley is is not in a position to defend herself because in the past she said there's no racism in the GOP. 
Mm-hmm. By the way, just real quick, uh, Darshak Thakkar, who's with Krishna Sounds, will be on the, he'll be doing the sound uh, and at everything else. Tomorrow's event? For tomorrow's event at, at uh, the Shivaji Janti. Shivaji. Shivaji Janti. <laughs> and that's at the uh, GSH what are we Event Center. These North Indians. We, we will massacre everything, all the languages. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so we'll be back, folks. This is Indian American News Radio. Hello, Texas. I am your baby. Are you ready for an incredible jewelry shopping experience? So, come to Malabar Golden Diamonds' new showroom, now open in Dallas at 5811 Preston Road, Frisco. Here you will get the best jewelry collections, handcrafted in gold, diamonds, precious gems, and platinum, brought to you with the assurance of the Malabar promise of guaranteed buyback and certified diamonds. Come and experience jewelry shopping like never before at Malabar Golden Diamonds. in Willie Nanayakara and Associates, our hometown full-service immigration law firm for over three decades. Mr. George Willie unfailingly engages us in stimulating discussions about various topics, political, social, or current headlines every Thursday. My family thoroughly enjoys listening to his informed yet impartial views with his very own patented sense of humor and wit. George Willie, immigration attorney, live every Every Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on Masala Radio, 98.7 FM. Calling DP was our best move, honey. Her over 30 years of experience helped us to choose the right cabin. Ah, you said it. And now let's take a walk on the deck in this lovely moonlight. For the best deals on Royal Caribbean's Allure of the Seas, call DP now at 713-468-7000 or email dp at travelexpresshouston.com. Indo-American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews and Local Community Roundup Every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM Hi, I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali And I'm Pramod Indo-American News Radio Hi there, folks. This is Indo-American News Radio, and we're waiting on uh, Chiro. I'm going to call him. You, you go ahead. Yeah, I can give a brief introduction of Chiro Nanakara in the meantime. Chiranjaya Nanakara has more than 20 years of experience in U.S. immigration and nationality law. Prior to passing the bar exam, he has worked as a paralegal, international trade consultant, and legal manager for two U.S. immigration law firms and business organizations. He has considerable experience in business and family immigration matters. He is also a strong advocate of children's rights. Mr. Nanakara was instrumental in raising $35,000 within a four-month period for children who were caught in a political civil conflict in Sri Lanka in 2009. Being an immigrant himself, Mr. Nanakara understands the obstacles faced by immigrants who are seeking a better life for themselves and their family. He has attended University of Houston Law Center um, and did a master's in law in 96. He attended Sri Lanka Law College Colombo in Sri Lanka in 1993. And um, regarding all his professional awards and affiliations, he is licensed to practice law in the state of Alabama and in the Democratic Socialist Republic of Sri Lanka. His practice areas are employment-based immigration, family-based immigration, EB-5 investor visas, and I-601 waivers. 
so he has a huge tremendous you know wealth of knowledge and experience under his belt and we are waiting for him to call us and he should be joining us shortly he's on the air hi hi oh, chiro hi hi, hi uh, jay uh, hello it's, how uh, are you how are you good to have you back with us thank you thank you for having me back uh, i was a little bit i i i i, I, I got uh, swayed away with saturday work and and i completely uh, that's okay we uh, have you, you now are, are you are you saying you're at work right now <laughs> <laughs> i was about to go to mardi gras <laughs> no no oh, uh, that would have been fun you it's kind yeah, of cold it, out it there is, it is it is uh, no, it, you, it is a fun event but it's too cold to go there. correct correct it's a bit so, so in galveston right? so you're not going to yeah. galveston then no no i'm not i'm not i, I was thinking of going and uh, now tomorrow the weather is supposed to be really but, good yes so you know i i i think uh, i don't know some people may go tomorrow yeah yeah it's uh, still uh, on for tomorrow Yes, it is, it is on till Monday, I guess. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Galveston Mardi Gras is getting bigger, but it's still no way compared to New Orleans. Of Naturally, course. yeah. Yeah, it is way too, I mean, not close to New Orleans, but uh, it is getting bigger and bigger. It is an interesting place. Right, you know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Chiro, uh, tell us, we are so uh, glad that you were able to join us today, but we were talking about... uh uh about George not being able to make it today but uh, so the EB2 national interest waiver petition can you tell us more about yeah, that yeah yeah let me shed light on a little bit of a national interest waiver uh uh you know when EB EB visas which is employment based visas mhm uh there are three main categories in the employment based visas they are one is eb1 one is eb2 one is eb3 mm-hmm. so eb1 of course for extraordinary ability people uh, who have achieved the highest in their field in this world and 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 uh, you know they could be in the field of science business academics you know engineering Arts. or art for that matter mm-hmm. or uh, it could be that and if they have high, uh, achieved that uh, top percentage then they can um uh, be migrate to united states without an employer uh provided they agree to uh you know continue their field of uh, studies or the field of uh, chosen field uh chiro i believe uh, uh, albert einstein came on a eb1 visa sorry albert einstein i i get he you. came What? on an eb1 visa oh okay okay hi yes yes uh, albert einstein are you sure well he was a high achiever he didn't have to have a I'm not uh, anybody sponsor him. I'm no. not hearing what? Okay, we what can't hear. Pramod was saying that Albert Einstein, the great scientist, came oh. on came on an oh. EB1 visa. Oh, EB1? I I I I mean it, it is for people like that for sure. Albert Einstein level people. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, in sports, I would say, uh, you know, even Sweden Gavaskar. Uh, if you wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. On the EB1. Oh. So then you get the EB2. No, no, now, hold on. One, one second, one second. So getting an EB1 visa for some high achievers, is that an easy task? Do they just... It's, it's not an easy task. I mean, if you have achieved personal Gaska, it would be easy. Uh-huh. Uh, or Albert Einstein, it would be easy. They, they would but, go, uh, they would go for, and give it to him without all the paperwork? No, well, you have to show the paperwork, but they are, that paperwork is available in the world, right? So you just have to print it out and give it. Now, what about a professor who has, uh, in, in, in who has done uh, research into a field of study who have uh, who has achieved the highest level but not very well known in the world but uh, in his in, in in his or her field uh, they are uh, he or she is very well known to colleagues mm-hmm. so how do you prove that so you prove it with a uh, with uh, documentation to show the patterns that he may have done and achieved and if he is receiving royalty then show that on the royalty that alone will uh, qualify as a uh, 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 award that uh, you have received there are 10 categories that you have to show in the eb1a requirement one is you have received the nationally recognized or internationally recognized offered uh, award uh, so if you have won nobel peace prize or nobel science prize that's an internationally recognized <laughs> award then one check mark so you have to, there are 10 categories like that mm-hmm. so you had to have three of them ah. so uh, so then there's another category where it says you should be a member of an association where your membership is based on your qualifications. Mm-hmm. Like the Mensa Club. Yes. So not on the basis of your paying a fee. Uh-huh. Paying a fee could be part of it, but you should get the membership based on your merit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, okay. so, so it, it's a measure of your IQ, is a measure of your... Yeah. Yes. So, who so, actually checks all these ten requirements and makes the uh, you know decision or makes the evaluation sorry? that okay he or she qualifies? Our esteemed yeah. immigration officials. So you don't have to do the whole ten categories. You, if you meet about three or four categories on that, then you're good. Ah. So then you can uh, get an EB one A. Now, the two categories, very famous categories, are a publication in peer-reviewed journals mm. uh, and being a, a reviewer of your peers. And another one is, uh, you know, if you have a, a, we say, a publication about you in major publications, about your achievements. Hmm. So, Which is why a lot of people reach out to us in the American News and want to get published in a paper. <laughs> but in the American News, unfortunately, <laughs> they, they, is not they have to be scientific journals. Yeah. yeah. No, but, published yeah. in uh, 
reputed scientific journals. Yeah, yes. science publications. Yes. Yeah. Right. Or we also go with Google Citation Index to mm-hmm. show that how many people have cited his work. Oh. So that's one of the ways we do. Mm-hmm. So, so like that, then high remuneration, if you are receiving high remuneration, yes. Or if you have a, you know, box office, if you are a film director and you have had a box office film, about two or three films, um, that's a high achievement. Uh-huh. I have done in that category film directors hmm. who, have, who are from our part of the world uh, who have uh, achieved the highest and who have had films that has been box office hits in, in, in our country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, uh, you know, so so it, it goes not only to science and math and STEM areas, but it also goes to art, business, sports. Yeah, I see. That's okay. Yeah. Th- we're talking about EB1A. EB1A. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the first category on employment base. Then it has EB2. In the EB2 category, there is one area where for professors where they have achieved a certain level of, uh, again, not the 10 requirements. They have about two requirements to be made out of those 10 categories and have a professor tenorship, mm. tenorship. Okay, if you have that, then if you are going into research, then there's an EB2B. That's okay. of professors. So if they okay. if they currently have a professor tenureship wherever they the original country they're coming from, yeah, then they are pretty good. I mean, they, they so I'm sure because they, they can't work here without having that tenureship, then they would have achieved two or three slot. I mean, requirements in their list. Right. So if you're a university professor at Delhi University and you happen to have tenureship, that's in your favor to to get the EB two. Yeah, EB-1-2. 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 Yeah, it's EB-1-2. So EB-1, I said EB-1, EB-2, EB-3. EB-1 has three categories, subcategories. One is EB-1-1, EB-1-2, which I said the professorship, and the EB-1-3 is multinational executive transfer where people come from another country, company, to their affiliate in the USA. Ah, yes, there's a corporate. Okay, that's all on the EB1 category. Okay. So I Did see. you understand it? Right, yeah, right, right. We got it. We got that. We got that. What EB1 about... has three subcategories. One is EB1A, EB1B, EB1C. Right, okay? right. Then it comes to EB2. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the EB2, you have to do a labor certification. Oh. Okay. But there is one exception for that labor certification, which is called national interest waiver. Uh Okay? Mm -hmm. So national interest waiver, to get a national interest waiver, what it basically means is you do not need to go through the testing of the job market, Mm -hmm. okay, through the labor certification process, because you are one of the top people in your field, one of the top people. I mean, you are you have you have exceptional ability, or you have an advanced degree. 
one of the two. You have a master's or you have exceptional ability mm-hmm. and you have achieved certain level in your field where your knowledge and skill is beneficial to the national interest of United States of America. I see. So you don't have to be a crackerjack uh, like uh, you just have to be very proficient and well-known in your field. Yes. You have to you don't have to be a crackerjack but you have to be like, you know, you have to be very well uh, established in your profession and what you know, what your skills are in uh, in business or science or math or is 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 of national interest mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, i can give, i can give an example uh, there were these german missile experts after the world war 2 like werner von braun and they were needed for the american space program so that would have been uh, in the national interest mm-hmm. so yeah. some of those scientists were brought over here mm that's yeah. how, that's how they were brought in yeah you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's scientists, mathematicians, sometimes, you know, who even there are commercial pilots. If, if the United States is lacking those professionals, mm-hmm. it's in the national interest of the United States to have them. Then they become, they, they can qualify without a Well, so that brings in an interesting thought. What I mean, you don't have to go too far, but you could be a nurse and you could be... Yeah, in fact, a lot of nursing professionals, they have immigrated based on, you know, the shortage of nurses in this country. So that would be the national... A lot of Canadians actually came, a lot of Indians, you know, have come for nursing profession, yeah. So would that... It could be, it, it could be a nurse, uh, who is which? Which we can we have to show in 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 a national level. There is a national interest. Now, criteria is that you have to show academic record to show that you have an advanced degree. That means a master's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. If if you don't, uh, one second. If you you need to have that, and then. You have to show that you you have recognition for your achievement and significant contributions to your industry or field mm-hmm. by your peers, government, professionals, or business organizations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see. I see. Okay. So, and is that um, when you actually do this petition? Would the person who's trying to employ you do this petition, or would you do the petition? Sorry? Would the petition be done by the person who's trying to employ you? No, you don't need an employer. You can do it on your own. Oh. And in fact, most people do have to do it on their own. So you don't need a, a job offer, basically. No. No, you don't need a job offer. You can do it on your own for this. That, that's the beauty of this. And what is the success ratio for something like this? Uh, hi. It's success ratio is there. 
it, it, it is pretty, uh, I mean, you, you have to present it in a such a way and you have to, uh, you know, make your case. Uh, you know, it also requires you to, you know, you don't have to be a crackerjack, as you said, but you need to be somewhere. Right. You cannot so be on the, in the bottom. Chiro, hold on for a minute. We're going to be going to a commercial break. When we come back, we're sure. going to continue on this conversation. So don't go away, folks. We'll be right back. Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Bade mehenge kirdar hai zindagi ke. Vakt aane par sab ke bhao bad jate hain. पर महाराजा ज्वेलर्स में डायमंड्स के भाव कभी नहीं बढ़ते वही चमक वही दिल से सेवा वही ईमानदारी इसीलिए तो कहते हैं हीरों का राजा महाराजा 5821 Hillcroft 7137845673 bringing diamonds to life Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, attas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. Chandrikamasala.com. 713-789-3088. Indo-American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews And Local Community Roundup Every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM Hi, I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali And I'm Pramod Indo-American News Radio Hello everyone, we're once again joined with Chiro Nanayakara, who's with the law firm uh, that he has a partnership with, with George Willian, and we're talking about the EB1 National Interest Waiver Petition, and he just explained to us the differences between the EB1 categories. Actually, we're talking about EB2 National. And uh, Sanchali had a question for you, Chiro. So, Chiro, I had a question. How long is the waiting period before, you know, it gets approved? Because with all the other categories, there's such a long lag. So, any, or does it depend on the country where you're applying from? Or how does that work? National interest waiver applications, uh, I believe, now qualifies for premium processing. Okay. Uh, But uh, let me check. Uh, It's the last time when I checked on uh, national interest waiver, I am going to check right now. Uh, while uh, it, it takes about about four to six months. That's not too bad. Six months. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. But the problem is the I-485. You know, it's as as I told you. Uh, I mean, as you know, getting the application I-140, which is the basis for the green card, which is the national interest waiver, is not what matters when you're going to get the green card. What matters is whether you can apply for I-485 depending on the place of birth under your category. That's what, what I right? was going to ask you. So it does vary depending on your the place of origin where you're applying from. Correct, correct. And correct. what, what, and what is an I-485? Sorry? What is an I-485? I-485 is the one that you, you file to get the green card, Jay. 
Oh. That happens okay. after you land in this country and then you apply for it, right? Yes. When you are in the in the United States, you apply what is called I-485 to change. Now, when you come to United States, you get a visa, right? You and how long is B2. this uh, visa good for, the EB-2? National interest waiver? Yeah. It is good. After it gets approved, it is good. For, now, forever? I, I, yeah, it's ever. Okay. Until so. you are ready to file your green card application. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, obviously you should file it as soon as possible. Now, I-485 is where you change your current status. You mm. are H-1, you are L-1. Those are ah, non-limited visas. I see. Or you're on a student visa. So this is a two-step two process. To a green card. Mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. order to change there, you file the I-485. Ah. In order to file the I-485, you have to have a basis, which the approval of I-140 on the basis of national interest waiver, or approval of I-140 on the basis of a EB-1A, or approval of I-140 on the basis of a EB-3 on the employment basis. Uh, Chiro, we didn't discuss EB-3. What is that? Yeah, EB-2, now I said about national interest waiver. Correct. It's partly national interest waiver before I go to EB-3. Yes. I want to say the national interest waiver, it, 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 there are three factors the USCIS considers uh, that uh, for a national interest waiver. They are persons, proposed endeavor, that means what you're proposing to do in the United States, has both substantial merit and national importance. Okay? The second, the person is well-positioned to advance the proposed endeavor. That means you're talking about this is the thing I'm going to do, such as I'm going to use nanotechnology to do fertilizer, or I'm using nanotechnology to create this paint product, which is going to benefit uh, the United States economy, the environment, or something like that. So if that is what you're going to do, you should have credentials behind you to put and say, hey, I can do this. I have done it. This is my research. I have got awards. I have done presentations. So you have to be able to put that. And it should be beneficial to the United States. So you, United States is willing to waive the job offer and thus permanent labor certification requirement. That's where employer has to establish there are no qualified people. That, that whole requirement, U.S. government is willing to waive if it's beneficial to the United States. Uh- Chiru, I have a question from a listener who just called in. Yeah. So he's an Indian. He's on a Canadian visa. He's Indian. Sorry? Hello? Hello. Hello, Chiru. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The question is from a a listener who's an Indian. He's got a Canadian visa, and he is on in the U.S. on a NAFTA visa. So, I, and now, can he apply for a green card or does he have to convert to an H-1B 
before he does that. Esta, if you're on Esta, you can't change it to any category other than if you marry a U.S. citizen. So na- is it NAFTA or? NAFTA or Esta you're talking? I think he said NAFTA. NAFTA, TN visa. Mm-hmm. If it's a TN visa, yes, you can change it to uh, I-140. If you, if you have an I-140, if you get the I-140 approved first, mm-hmm. then you can change it to a green card through the I-485. Uh, I see. Okay. Okay. Well, hopefully that answered his question. So, uh, so the, I, you keep on mentioning I-140, and is that an application that's a process or an application for something else? to start the ball you know, moving. I-140 is the, so let's, 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 I, I, I understand where you, I, I understand what you're asking. So I-485 is the process to get the green card, right? Correct, started. You understand that, yes. right? Yeah. So in order to file the I-485, there should be a basis, right? How are you going to get the green card? Mm-hmm. Are you going to get the green card because of an employment base or family base? Right. So if it's employment-based, is which category? We went through the categories EB1, EB2, EB3. So how do you prove it? That's the I-140 approval. Oh, once it's you filed it, if yeah. it's approved, then that's the I-140 process. Then, yeah, then I, I, we, we filed that category. For that category, on why we call it I-140J is because we file for that category on the form called I-140. Ah. Okay. 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 So when the I-140 is approved, then we take the form called I-485 and then file the I-485 to get the green card. I see. All these acronyms and numbers. Yeah. <laughs> this is jargon for... This is immigration jargon. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Very well, complicated and, you know... Well, Chiru, we've learned quite a bit over here, and I, I hope that many of the listeners who are out there have learned uh, maybe a, uh, a technique to yeah, be it, able to adjust. I hope the, so. Uh, and so, I mean, people who come to us, our clients are pretty uh, pretty updated. Savvy, they know exactly yeah. what I want. Right, right. right, right. So if they want to reach you, what's a good number? 281-265-2522. 281-265-2522. Thank you so very much, Chiru, for joining us today. We learned a lot about EB2, National Interest Waiver Petition. Yeah, we Yo also learned about the fight. Once again, we've been talking to Chiru Nanayakara with the Willie Nanayakara LLC, and they can be reached at 281-565, I'm sorry, 265-2522. 281-265-2522. Chiru, thank you very much, and have a good Sunday, and go to that Mardi Gras on Galveston. <laughs> okay, thank you, Jay. All right, take care. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. So we are uh, we are now in going to be going into a short segment before we go to a commercial break, and we have uh, any movies or anything else that you want to talk about, real quick. Uh, certainly, uh, we can talk about the great uh, cricket match uh, overnight. That's in Charlie Vento. Yes. 
No, oh, she couldn't. Oh, I went to a cricket match. Actually, I was invited as a chief guest. Ah. So, um, uh, on the basis of which I ninety four national interest visa. Yeah, on the basis that Jawahar considers me to be nothing. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's something in itself. Yes, that's something. In no, itself. but what uh, match was this? So this was a match where the Houston, uh, it's a um, youngsters team. Uh-huh. And they had age groups from like 10 to like 14, 15. Oh, okay. And uh, the Houston team was playing uh, the Chicago team. Uh-huh. So all these people had flown in from Chicago to oh, play. So these are teenagers? Playing? Yes, yes, yes. All teenagers. And today they felicitated the two under 19 uh, U.S. Uh, mm, team uh, players who represented the U.S. in the Under-19 World Cup in South Africa, which just concluded. And uh, these two are both from Houston. So that is why they... So they uh, played actually? Pooja Shah and Tia Gonzalez. They had just come to watch. They had come as to get felicitated. Sure. So me and Maheshri Ram, we were the ones who, you know, uh-huh. congratulated them. And they were given plaques and flower bouquets. Their parents were there. And there were two very enthusiastic teams playing cricket. It was a very cold and chilly. And I thought I should have worn gloves. It was windy. Yeah, so yeah. it was, uh, yeah. Not, but, but, Mahesh but the must Chicago have been, people brought all that cold weather with them. But Mahesh must have been in his... In his macho style. Macho yeah, style. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, his daughters are playing cricket. So the last ah. time I had gone to see them play, his, his wife had brought the two kids, ah. the two daughters. So, yeah, they're very into, we all of us are very much into cricket. So we encouraged all the participants, their parents, you know, that they're making all the effort to come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, so, Charlie, you know, did you ever play cricket? I did not, but I've been watching it since I was a kid. And, so what know, kept you from very, playing cricket? Very enthusiastic. Pramod, there's a Triggers Cricket Club. So Charlie these two players, their names are Pooja Shah and Tia Gonzalez. <laughs> I do want to mention that they're the ones who got felicitated today. And uh, this match was held at Prairie View. I don't know if you've ever been to that ground. Yeah, yeah. It's an actual pitch, yeah, Jawahar. I know. Yeah, it's not I, like the AstroTurf uh, thingy. So it's the real deal. And they have to... They, they actually... We talked about it. Um, it opened up about two and a half years ago. Okay. Yeah. And... Uh, they have to pay a huge hefty sum every time to rent it out, I'm believe sure. it or not. Yeah. And all these players, they're, uh, you know, the kids, the uh, parents are paying for all of this. because they And they have to always, um, you know, hire uh, an umpire because the umpire cannot be from any of the teams. So, right. so that is one big sum they have to pay every time. They have to mm-hmm. pay for the field to rent the field. So it was really good and uh, they were doing really well. The Houston team, the last time, remember, they were called the Houston Heroes. This time they have a different name because both boys and girls are participating in the same uh-huh. team. So it's quite interesting. And they were doing really well. 35 overs each. Wow. Oh, that's yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, so it's a full-fledged match. And, they had and, quite and, some stamina. Yes, yes, yes. So, so who won? Oh, I, I couldn't see the match because uh, I went for a little bit and match is probably just ending now because oh, okay. the first inning was still going on when in the middle of it they had the little event and we felicitated the two youngsters. And they're so humble, so down to earth. They kept talking about, you know, being good human beings and, you know, uh, the team effort and the team spirit and, you know, not about individual games. And mm, Although US didn't do too well, but, you know, that's the right spirit and hopefully they'll do well in the... Upcoming, you know, yeah. matches when they grow up and go to the next level. That's true. And I was watching the India England match uh, today, and suddenly Willow cut 
did shot and started showing Pakistan Super League matches. Oh, really? So I had to watch the ending on ESPN Live. And while I was driving to Prairie View, it was going on in my <laughs> car. Yeah, ESPN was, uh, played it very well. And yes. uh, India lost by 11 runs. I know. It was very sad. Yeah. Because I think they could have won it. But then there yeah. was a little bit of rain and everything that kind yeah, of... Yeah, I think rain uh, dampened sl- the slowed down the, the... Yeah, slowed down the... The field so that it was harder to get to force. To score, yeah. Yeah. So that and was, uh, England is a damn good team for, yeah, right, for that matter. Right, right. But we are still hoping India will make it to the to next the round. semi-finals. Yes. Uh, they just had to play uh, Ireland, uh, Ireland and, and hopefully Ireland hasn't won a single match. So I'm right. hoping India will so win against them. we should them. be able to do that. Right, right. Hmm. But Australia is playing Australia really is also, well. Uh, oh my uh, God. Yeah. I saw the Sri Lanka match. They just squashed. <laughs> and all Sri these uh, stars from all the different uh, countries are yes. going to be in the WPL in India pretty soon. Ah, okay. That'll be very, very interesting. And um, I was watching the Indian team the last time. I was very impressed with Jamima, Jemima Rodriguez, Rodriguez yes. and Richa Ghosh. Yeah. She's a teenager. She just right. played in the under-19 and so was the opener. Shefali Varma. Shefali Varma. She is also from the under-19. Yeah, she's still a teenager and she played an under-19. Yes, yes. The two of them both played under-19 and they just won. So that was yeah, huge. That was pretty good. That was huge. Although the US team, belo- uh, all Indians belonging to that team did not <laughs> make it, did not do that well. But well, yeah. there's plenty of time for them to improve. Some coaches were there today. Uh, really? Some Yeah, some coaches. There was one guy who had just missed the under 19 by a year. Uh-huh. So he is one of the coaches. And then there was another coach by the name Ankit, who was coaching, who had coached the under 19 team. Oh, okay. Which... Uh, yeah, that's great. And also, I think uh, there's a Musa Stadium in Paris. Yes, that's yes, yes. We also. talked about that too. We talked about that stadium. Yeah, there's going to be some World Cup matches held uh, in the US soon, right? I think so. I think West Indies and uh, India, I mean US, are jointly right uh, holding it. Yeah. Will be the hosts. Yes, yeah. and I think there'll be some matches played in that Florida Stadium. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, but uh, Jawahar says we will have a movie session at the end that we can right. talk about so movies. We, we'll talk about movies, but we can... We talk. didn't even talk about the Super Bowl <laughs> because we had met before the Super Bowl. That's true. Remember? The what an Super exciting was, match. Yeah, amazing. It was, uh, um, you know, anyone could have won. Yes. But, uh, and they were going uh, neck to neck, neck right. to neck, neck to neck. And the Chiefs won, I think... They, they were helped to. by the penalty. The fumble, yeah, yeah. No, not the, the, there was a penalty at the end. Right, right, a right. A holding penalty against the Eagles. And then the previous match also, remember, it went to the wire. It was the very last, like, few seconds that they won. Yes, yes. So, yeah. So, uh, the Chiefs know how to win. Yes, yes, I yes. And I think they totally deserve to win. And then, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he He's was playing injured. Right, yeah. exactly. He got and, hurt. And the key to his the success of the team was his ability to move. Right. And it, I mean, uh, it was amazing. And the, the last time out... You know, up to four seconds before the field goal. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was a very diplomatic... Yeah, because they were running ta- the clock ta- down. A tactical decision. Yeah, they do those drills all the time. So they, yeah, they're those pretty are knowledgeable standard, about that. Standard tactics. Talk about pressure on the punter, huh? Oh, yes. Yeah. Man, you better get that right. Exactly. It's the last one. <laughs> exactly. But they're saying and this was know, one of the most exciting uh, yeah. Super Bowl right. matches in a long time. You know I what know. happened to the Cowboys uh, kicker? What's that? He missed three 
field goals in one point after. Oh, oh my God. So that was the end of him, huh? Yeah, yeah. Now, Pramod, you said that you wanted the Phillies to win. Yes. Yes. Earlier. And I chose the, the Chiefs. Good for you. <laughs> May the best team win, win is what That's I right. say. And I think, you know, the yeah. Chiefs deserve to win totally. And biggest news was Rihanna was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's looking at everyone's like looking at each other. Hey, is she pregnant? Hey, is she pregnant? <laughs> do you agree with Trump or not? He said that uh, Rihanna's performance was pretty bad. Trump? Yeah. Why should we care about what he says? I, I didn't think it was a great performance. <laughs> yeah. Neither I did I, but you know, we should be caring about what he yeah, says. Yeah, well, that's okay? true. <laughs> All right, we got to go to a commercial that's break, folks. One opinion we can do without. <laughs> we will be back after these commercial messages with uh, our next guest. So don't go away. This is Indo American News Radio. And uh, we have, uh, Sinchali, you're ready with the uh, introduction, right? We'll be right back after the commercial uh, messages. Right. Yes. Yes. American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio. In the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM. Every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. With Jawahar. Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Indo American News Radio. India News. US News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. Welcome. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Indo American News Radio, and we have the pleasure of Seema Govil joining us today. I'll give you a brief bio. Uh, she, a career spanning over 10 years, activist, journalist, TV host, radio producer, and now a podcaster, Seema Govil is a known name in the Texas media fraternity. From being an anchor with TV Asia to hosting fundraisers and charity events with Austin Asian Chamber of Commerce, Akshay Patra, HC4A, India Meme, Shankara Eye Foundation, and many more. Seema is also an alumnus with Leadership Austin. She has enriched her portfolio with diverse experiences. Over the years, Seema has covered hundreds of stories on nonprofits, arts, lifestyle, South Asian culture, wellness, entrepreneurship, and business. She has interviewed top celebrities from India and the US. She's also the founder and CEO of www. .cosmositymedia.com, a PR and media agency focused on South Asian brands. She uses her cultural and business background to be passionate, to be a passionate community member and advocate for South Asians worldwide. Her talents bridge the gap between cultures, promoting diversity, inclusion, and the greater good for Austin. She lives with her husband and two children in Austin. Welcome to our show, Seema. Thank you. Thank you so much. And along with Seema, we have the uh, CEO of Akshapatra, Naveen Goyal. Hello, Naveen. Go- good of you to join us, too. Welcome, Thank Naveen. You. Can you hear Thank us? Thank you guys for inviting us. Yeah, both Thank of you, you are joining in, us. Both of you are in Austin. I guess you're on the road somewhere, but we appreciate you calling in. Seema told me about her uh, trip to India 
just recently gave, came back and she visited in Akshipatra kitchen and she was really uh, awed by what she saw. So she she put her filmmaking talents to uh, into action and produced a documentary. So this is where we want to know more about this uh, connection between you and Akshipatra and the documentary and when it's going to be available to other people to to, to see. Uh, thank you, first of all, Jawaha. Thank you so much uh, for acknowledging and appreciating and all that you guys are doing for the community through the your own podcast as well. So congratulations, week after week. You've done a fabulous job. Great, thank, thank you. you. Thank. Yeah, and... Maybe, uh, maybe you can yeah, do a documentary uh, on us. <laughs> uh, yeah, we totally should. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so just, uh, you know, one fine day, Naveen and me and Nankita, we were just chatting, uh, you know, about content and about what to do and what else to, what, like, what's next and all of it. And then after I hung up the call, I, I don't know, it just occurred to me somehow that, you know, that I need to produce that content. I need to produce a film and a video, highlight video, that Indian Americans can relate to it. Uh-huh. That everybody who lives here yeah. can understand the Akshay Patra from my angle. Because I'm an Indian American, so whatever I will resonate, they will be able to understand it way more. Because the other content was amazing, beautiful. It showed the kitchens, it showed everything, but it was made in India. Right. So I thought if I did it, it would raise more awareness and bring more funds to Akshay Patra. That was the goal that. People understand the story and they donate. So I kind of wanted to use my, I mean, gifts or whatever I was blessed with. So which kitchen did you visit? Before you go any further, uh, Seema, uh, for our listeners' benefit, people who do not know what Akshay Patra is, can you please, uh, you know, share with our listeners that uh, what is Akshay Patra? Maybe Naveen can answer that question for us. Uh, Hi, Jawahar and Panchali. This is uh, uh, Naveen. Uh, I'll give you uh, in uh, uh, the Cliff Note version of what Akshay Patra is. Akshay Patra is singularly focused on doing the intervention in the government schools in India, where there are about 115 million kids who sometimes are not necessarily fortunate enough to have the full square three meals a day, as we all talk about. And to these kids, out of the 115 million, 2 million of them in 20,000 schools is where Akshay Patra has taken on the program of the midday meal and that is the only thing we do, solely focused on producing, preparing, nutritious, healthy, with so, the very best intentions so, of so, Eva, so, and serving 2 million meals. So this is 20,000 schools nationwide in India? Yes. I see. Uh, uh, any particular state or all, all states? 15 states and two union territories in India are covered by us, and it's about 2 million kids and 20,000 schools. Wow, that's amazing. That's quite an achievement. And it goes off like clockwork because I had the good fortune of actually visiting one of your kitchens in Baroda many years ago. And Excellent. Right. So, so How uh, many kitchens do you have countrywide? We have 66 kitchens, which are centralized kitchens, 
-hmm. And these kitchens are capable on the high end to produce close to meals for 200,000 kids at one time. Wow. My God, that's an achievement. So is this like just one meal of the day? Just lunch? Yes. Yeah. So the midday meal program is, uh, you know, uh, a program that the government implements across all government schools. And the program is as follows, that while the child is at school, a meal is served to the child during the four or six hours they are at school. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's typically called the midday meal. And that meal is what we serve on behalf of the government. So is, is it a government-subsidized meal, or does Akshapatra yes. do it all on their own? So the, to get a little feel for it, it's a you know, uh, public-private partnership. So the government has this program, and what they do is, because of the operational challenges and all other systemic challenges that the government faces, along with the fact that the budget line item for this program is not strong enough to do justice to it, they basically delegate it to us, and we take the, both the privilege as well as the duty to serve this meal, and we complement it with the $20 per child per year for the 232 days that we serve these meals in the school, along with another $20 equivalent that comes from the government. So the basic program that the government had is designed for $20, and we make it $40 thanks to our supporters. I see. So hence the need to do these uh, get, uh, fundraising drives. Yes. Okay. So, the, so you can see 2 million kids every day means about $40 million of meal preparation uh, government gives us. $40 million we have to raise. Wow. The, the documentary that Seema has made, is it based like on one particular kitchen or... Has she, uh, Seema, did you travel all over the country to get a feel of more uh, than one uh, kitchen? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, it, I filmed in everything in Jaipur kitchen. All the kitchens are pretty much the same. They are standardized with the equipment and they are equipped to cook massive amounts of food. The menu is a little bit customized according to the state. You know, South India will have more rice. North will have rotis. You know, th stuff like that they have to, to to get, cater to the palates of the children. Mm -hmm. But the food is nutritious, so kitchens are all the same. We filmed in everything in Jaipur Kitchen, but we have different, different elements just in that story itself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I see, okay. And uh, is the, um, how long did you take for you to actually uh, film this? Did you visit the kitchen uh, a, f a few times or is it all on one take or what? I know you were no, pressed no, for no. time. Definitely not one take. I had already seen the kitchens in 2009. Mm -hmm. So I had an idea about how the kitchen operates and I kind of knew the functioning extremely well. So, uh, so when I went there, at the whole to answer your question, how many days? About four days. Mm -hmm. So two days, one full day in the kitchen. And then next day, we visited the schools where the food is being served from the kitchens. And uh, I served the food myself. Then there is an element of the school and the children in the documentary and, you know, all of that. And then I interviewed the vice president of the entire uh, Rajasthan who handles all this. We had a nice chat about the impact. And then... Uh, 
two days were in the homes of the graduates. One of the goals uh, in the documentary I wanted to show was the impact it has made on these children over the years. Since Akshay Patra has been running these kitchens over 17 years, so, you know, the kids have gone and they have literally started their lives here and now they have graduated and, you know, living lives. So I thought that it would be a good story to show the story on graduates, people who are doing leading a healthy, educated life who have come on this side of the world from poverty because of the food, because of these schools that they went to. And and what did you find there did you, in the oh, lives? Oh, it was just so, I mean, just talking about it give me, gives me chills. The, uh, so we went to these graduates' home. These uh, Ten of them also came on first day of the kitchen, had spent so much time talking to them, talked to the employees of the kitchen who've been cooking there for so many years. So they are all like your and mine kids. There's no difference. They have finished their graduation. Some of them are doing their masters. Some of them are doing, uh, you know, uh, studying for the competitive exam. Some of them are doing internship. They wanted to be in the army, accounting, personal fitness, engineering, you name it. There was every thing out of nine kids. I had nine careers with me. <laughs> oh, okay, wonderful. Seema, this is Pramod. I have a question on the documentary. How long yeah. is it? Yeah, it's about uh, 30, 35 minutes. Oh, okay, and if it's uh, if you're able to uh, put it on YouTube, we can uh, do a link on our newspaper. Yeah, yeah. So we don't have it fine-tuned yet. We haven't released it yet. Okay. Uh, but as soon as we do, we'll release it on Akshay Patra. YouTube channel and we would love to share it. What we have, you can totally post that. We have a four-minute highlight reel of the video hmm. of the whole documentary. Like a trailer. Trailer, yeah. That okay. shows, that gives the whole story and that shows what all we did in that from beginning to end. Everything is there. Uh, so that itself is kind of complete in itself. You'll get a really good idea by just seeing that. Actually, I'm so sorry. I was supposed to send that to Jawahar yesterday. Right, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you have a professional videographer who who recorded it or did you Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Very good question. So, uh, yes. So, everything had to be pro bono, right? Because right. we are That was going to be we my next to... question that was it all volunteer-based? Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything. Yeah. Every right. single cent. So, uh, since we were doing uh, and I mean, and these kind of quality work is expensive you know yeah and i and i didn't intend to spend money on it but of course i wanted the professional results so it took us a lot of uh, it took us some time to figure that out but then the solution was right sometimes when we look outside the solution was sitting right at our home <laughs> uh -huh. and that was and that was uh, shop lc so we have our board member and a major sponsor sunil lagarwal so he has uh, an office and a factory in Jaipur, and he's a big, big supporter. And Shop LC does filming, and they have 24 by 7 QVC kind of a channel where they sell jewelry and other items all day. And they have this setup. They have a video team in shop in the Indian office, CGL, in Jaipur. And they do a lot of work of filming and producing in Jaipur as well. So, so then they that video team, and they are professionals. So they came on board and they filmed this entire thing. So they, they volunteered they their services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and they wonderful. were so happy. I'm not kidding. You should sometimes talk to them that how accelerated and excited it made them when they filmed it. 
and they even went to graduates home uh, that was the challenging part because the kids were very hesitant for us to come home we wanted to you know film them eating drinking having fun talking with the families how their life is Well, Seema, uh, real quick, uh, because we got about five minutes before we go to a commercial break and to our next guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it also edited by Sharp LC? Yeah, it was. It was edited by Sharp LC team. And I actually had to train them because they hadn't edited this kind of uh, thing before. But since I had some experience and I had a very clear vision how I wanted this, docu- how the messaging has to be. And the messaging all had to be extremely positive. and happy. So and that's why I named the story let's rewrite their story. Like I wanted the listener watcher we were everyone to feel empowered that they can do something about it and not feel bad. I didn't want anyone to feel bad. I want them to feel good that look where the kid is gone from here to there. Yeah. So Navin all the people who are working in these kitchens are they all volunteers or do they get paid? Uh I didn't catch your name ma'am but my name uh, is Sanchali Sanchali Basu Sanchali ji I'll tell you uh, that uh, you know in India we have about 7000 employees and uh, you know the, there are people who drive the trucks from the kitchen to the school there are staff that serves the meal to the kids there are people who prepare the food and on and on from the facilities management so most of them are paid employees but we do have a lot of volunteerism that supports the exceptional needs on a mission basis in these kitchens as well so sometimes a corporate uh, you know partner will have their employees come down and they might get the entire kitchen painted or something so things like that on a mission we would get volunteerism but from a day to day to do the predictable work at the highest quality of preparation of food which is nutritious and healthy we have employees so you're offering employment for 7000 people in india absolutely and uh, you know uh, more than 35% is uh, you know women employment uh, i see and and one uh, final question i had was uh, when sima you 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 visited the homes of these graduates uh, did you uh, did they actually say that the the meals made a huge difference in their overall uh, you know the way that they achieved Results oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know what one of them said? Uh-huh. Every time I every time I edited, every time I watch it, I've done it I don't even know how many times. Every single time I get the same reaction. Chills and my eyes get mm-hmm. little teary and even right now she said donors are from God. Oh. And I'm sure most, most of these students will go back and volunteer their time and effort, you know, to help. Yeah. And that's and how you'll you grow, it. right? Yeah. And they are so humble, so sweet. They are just such amazing. I mean, you have to see the film to feel all of that love and emotion I got from the children. I got from the employees who were cooking in the kitchen. And they've been... you know what they were telling me when you were mentioning about employees mm-hmm. so these women have been cooking from 17 years in this meal in this in this kitchen okay right they their kids eat the meal that they cook in this kitchen ah yes yes how Can about you, that yeah that and they have become some of them have become grandmothers too and they now their kids are in here right mm-hmm. i understand so well they said if I, every single day we have an occupation to go to and we find it very gratifying what we do we got 90 seconds navin you want to say something just one thing uh, to the point about the impact that these meals have created you know for lives of kids 
you know, we had a program at Western Digital Corporation in California, mm-hmm. and a employee in Western Digital walked up to uh, you know us and said, you know, my life was changed by the Akshay Patra meals, and now I'm working. Western Get now. out of here. That's yeah. really so much. That's so cool. That is so cool. What a testimonial. Yeah. Huh? So, that's you know, that's a testimony of the fact that uh, what, uh, you know, yeah. I talked about. Right. Well, folks, we, uh, I hate to cut you off, guys. We could talk for a long, oh, long time. But thank you so much, guys. Uh, Seema and Govil congratulations. and Naveen Goyal. Yeah, on making the movie. Uh, and we're going to have a the trailer on our website. Uh, Whenever in, it's available. Indo-American News uh, at Indo-American-News.com. So send it to us, Seema, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much, folks. All the best. All right, you too. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, well, that's very inspiring. So we'll be back, folks, after these uh, messages, and then we're going to be joined by our final guest, Rishi Butada, who's looking at me very sweetly from the <laughs> side over here. Okay, so this is Indo-American News. Indo-American News Radio. Mahesh's Kitchen an upscale Indian restaurant and bar in Sugarland Town Center, where authentic organic cuisine meets beautiful modern decor with vegetarian, Jain, and gluten-free options. 100% halal to go with bento box and Uber Eats. Maheshiskitchen.com. Catering for 300. Mahesh's Kitchen. A tribute to Mahesh Puranik. This is the life. Sipping on a margarita, lounging on the top deck of the Royal Caribbean's Allure of the Seas. Yes, honey, we are on the largest cruise ship in the world. Mm. We'll dine at the amazing restaurants, enjoy Broadway shows and gambling casinos. Sail the Allure of the Seas every Sunday from Galveston to Cozumel, Costa Maya and Roatan. Call Deepti Mehta at Travel Express at 713-468-7000 to get exclusive special offers. She can save you a bundle and get you the best cabins. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Welcome back, listeners. Um, I'm very pleased to introduce Rishi Bhutada. He's in the studio with us. Rishi is a member of the Board of Directors of the Hindu American Foundation and is the coordinator of HAF's Houston chapter. And he has been part of HAF since 2010. As part of HAF, he has testified in front of the Texas State Board of Education and spoken at numerous events and meetings on behalf of the Hindu-American community. Rishi is also a senior vice president of Starpipe Products and holds an MBA from Rice University and a Bachelor of Science in Economics from the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania. Rishi says he could not do any of this without the support of his wife, Shraddha. They have two children, sons Sahaj, or, uh, age 11, and daughter Zuhi, age 5. Welcome, Rishi. Thank you. Good to have you on our show. 
Yeah, we've been talking You've about... You've achieved so much already. <laughs> we've talked about this for uh, quite a few weeks now, trying to get the time for you to come over here and be on in the studio. So really appreciate that. I know you've got little kids that you've got to take care of. Uh, but uh, one of the things we want to start off with by touching is the, the gala that uh, HAF has planned for Houston. Yeah, so we have a gala planned April 15th, Saturday, April 15th. Uh, from 6 to 9.30 p.m. It's going to be at India House. Uh, and we just uh, opened ticket sales yesterday for the gala, actually. So, wow. Okay. And it's the 20th anniversary of HEF? It's the 20th anniversary of HEF this year in September. Wow. That's amazing. And you've been associated with HEF uh, half of its existence, right? Yeah, just over half, yes. Right. So, so what is this event going to focus on, uh, Rishi? So this event will focus on uh, three aspects, on education, uh, our educational resources that we provide uh, for the main uh, for mainstream Americans to learn about Hinduism. And um, we also will be talking about our advocacy efforts in the different states and then D.C. And then also we'll be talking about what we do in community empowerment to t- uh, help the community get engaged and get involved in well, such efforts. Perhaps to start off with, it would be helpful if you told people who are listening now, what the Hindu American Foundation is all about. So the Hindu American Foundation is an advocacy and educational organization for the Hindu American community. And Um, it's based in Washington, D.C. Yes, our office is in Washington, D.C., but we have people all over the country. Mm -hmm. And uh, our goal is to represent the Hindu American community in all spheres of American, uh, American life, whether we're talking about government, the legal system, education, the courts, so on. We, what our goal is to represent, the, provide that Hindu American voice. I see. Okay, mm-hmm. and I know we've been to several of these events that you've had, but it's been a while since you've had a, a gala or a large event, right? Because of COVID. I yeah. think you had one last year. No, no, no? we no. haven't had okay. one since 2019. Okay, so. okay. okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, the last one was at India House. Yeah, India House. Yes. Right. So. Yeah, I remember attending that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about the education, you know, highlight the education stuff that you all do through the foundation. So what we do is, is we, um, we, we, get, we develop resources for K through 12 uh, for teachers to use, and we also go do tr- teacher training. So we've trained numerous amounts of teachers over, uh, over the past few years, and we've uh, also developed these resources. So we have new resources that have just come out. Uh, we just released a resource this week explaining the swastika because so many people don't understand what the swastika actually uh, is in hinduism and so on they they have the negative connotations of how the nazis hijacked the symbol mm-hmm. uh, and so therefore we release this resource this swastika explainer uh, that goes over this type of stuff mm-hmm. um and uh, we've also released videos on youtube uh that talk about hinduism in ancient india give the history of hinduism so that way, people uh, so that way uh, people just can learn in a quick, short thing. These are like two minute, three minute videos that go over these that go over these uh, uh, different topics and uh, and cover them in a very quick and easy way for people to understand. And get yeah. a basics. That's very commendable because most of the Hindu parents, I see, they face a challenge when trying to you know explain Hinduism to the you know, next generation. So mm-hmm. I'm sure your videos and all your, you know, t- uh, students and your teachers, they help in a big way mm-hmm. in, in, you know, educating the kids. Yes, I, I think, uh, I, I mean, the feedback we get is that these videos are invaluable. Well, you have a built-in uh, uh, 
client right now, <laughs> Ann Coulter. Yes, I was going to say, what do you have to say to her? <laughs> did you, did you, you don't know what she said? I, I don't, she says a lot of things. What, she said something recently. Promote? Yeah, what she's, uh, what she was talking about country. Nikki Hedy. She told Nikki. And she, yeah, so Ann Coulter, who's a, an extreme right-wing um, uh, commentator, she said, Nikki, go back to your country, India. And uh, what is India anyway? It's full of starving people. And they worship monkeys. No, cows, cows. 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 What's with cows. the worshipping of cows? Yeah, that was yeah, her comment. Yeah, right. yeah. So the, what would you say to her? <laughs> I, I mean, we've, since, we've tweeted back her, at her in the past, for sure. And we've told her, you know, she needs to learn about Hinduism in India. And we send her, we, you know, we'll put links, whatever. She obviously says things for her own, you know, her own public persona and so on. Right. right. So, but something like that you have to counter. So, the you use social media in order to counter? Tweet? We, have, we are very active on Twitter. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, you have a whole section on advocacy, and that that's where this would fall, right? Yes, exactly. What we do is, is we'll, we'll, we'll take either we'll push back on Twitter and public using public sources, or we'll, uh, you know, if we believe there's a chance for dialogue and education, we'll reach out to someone and talk to them. Uh, and sometimes we'll do both. Uh, I'll, I'll give an example that's way back from 20, I want to say 2014 or 2015. Uh, the governor of Kentucky attended uh, this uh, ground opening, a groundbreaking ceremony where they did a puja for some factory in, in his state. And his Republican opponent at the time uh, decided, to, uh, uh, decided to say it was a improper for him to go and talk to talk badly about hinduism and so on and so we uh we we went we uh, we published on, we went public on air and uh, a, pub, a public uh via a, a press statement got and then we also engaged them we emailed the campaign and said okay what's going on here why are you saying this stuff and and, and so then they called and had a conversation with us so it, it was very useful to have that kind of uh, uh, that kind of dialogue. So we'll do both. We'll do that. We'll do that kind of inside dialogue, and we'll also talk externally. We'll, we'll, uh, whatever is necessary to represent the Hindu American community. Listener who wants to ask a question. Oh, uh, Rishi. Okay. On line one. Line one. I see. Okay. All right. Go ahead, listener. What's the relationship between RSS and the Hindu Foundation? Uh, oh. Can you ask that question to him? Okay, sure. He'll he'll answer that for you. Okay, okay. thank you, sir, thank for you. calling. Thank you. All right. So uh, that how do you respond to that? So there isn't a relationship between the RSS and the Hindu American Foundation. Uh, there are, I know, articles out there that try to in insinuate that or try to establish some link. There isn't one. There has never been one. Uh, the Hindu American Foundation is an independent 501c3 that was formed back in 2003 by uh, four co-founders, uh, Dr. Mihir Magani, Dr. Asim Shukla, uh, Nikhil Joshi, who's a lawyer, and Suhak Shukla, who's our executive director now. And uh, she's also a lawyer. Um, they're all born here. Uh, they all grew up here. They formed it on their own, uh, have never sought resources from any group in India uh, to establish an organization. And you have several chapters all across the country, the HAF? Yes, uh, we, have, uh, we have a chapter here in Houston, we have a chapter in Dallas, we've got a chapter in Northern California, we also have supporter groups all over, uh, all over the U.S., um, and we established, we, like, we, just, we just did an event in New Orleans last, uh, last week. 
So I want to ask something here. You talked about the four founders. They were all born here and raised here. You are you were born and raised right in Aleph. Mm-hmm. You went to Aleph Hastings High School. Um, did you, as you went through school here, did you come across instances that made you later on think when you were an adult, I got to take care of this? Uh, yeah, I would say. Uh, I mean, I remember being in 10th grade mm-hmm. and uh we were doing this um doing this uh we were doing the hinduism unit and it was re- literally like two to three pages uh-huh. that's all it was right and i'm like how can you compress such a great religion into that small that small thing where we're we spent a whole month on the history of christianity and like we we spent and the abrahamic religions we spent more time on that and then you get two three pages it was you know it was very um it was it, it, it was like okay how 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 come there's such an imbalance and so therefore i i've always thought about that that it, it it's a good reason why something like haf needs to exist just to provide that type of resources right and- i remember uh, recently probably last year or so there was this incident somewhere in the outskirts of houston near galveston i think where there was this uh, restaurant which was you know showing all the Hindu gods in a very bad light and y'all came, you know, took took initiative and tried to denounce it and, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was a Dairy Queen out in Kings. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Uh, and uh, I remember this one very well. <laughs> yes. what, tell, the, tell us about that. Yeah. So it was a Dairy Queen out in Kima. Uh, the owner decided that he needed to... And I'm putting education in scare quotes for everyone listening on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, educate everyone about Hinduism. And he put all these posters up about how Hinduism was evil and talking about various things about deities and so on. And we and so we contacted Dairy Queen Corporate, asked them, what's going on here? Is this allowed? Is this allowed under your franchise charter? Uh, we got a new, and we also responded in the news media. Uh, Dairy Queen came back and said, no, this is definitely not allowed. And told and told the and they already were having a dispute with that owner at the time, and they said either you take these down or we're terminating your franchiseship. And mm-hmm. they ended up terminating his. Oh, okay, wow, yeah, yeah. It's so good that you all you know address the root, the cause of the problem. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I remember very uh, well, very vividly, is when you uh, went in front of the Texas State Board of Education and spoke about the the. Um, um, uh, what is it, some books that they were trying to issue? Yeah, so the Texas State Board of Education, I've actually testified in front of the State Board twice. Uh, so the first time was the curriculum standards uh, Texas, the state of Texas has, dictating basically how everything is taught in the state. And uh, what what's interesting, though, is that the Texas State Board doesn't like, if you compare Texas and California, it's two very different approaches to their curriculum standards. Uh-huh. California will have point after point. You have to teach it this way, that way, and you'll have pages on pages. The Texas State Board of Education will have three bullet points and say, you teach, you teach about these religions this way. These are, these are the big, big, wide area of topic you, topics you need to talk about in this aspects of history. But other than that, they don't dictate it specifically. So mm-hmm. when we testified the first time, we were talking about, okay, can you add this? Can you make sure it's clear about certain things? And Unfortunately, the amendments didn't get accepted, but at that time, it wasn't. You looking at the standard, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Where the real uh, challenge came was in the textbooks. The, in the textbooks, writing. right. Yeah. So, what they have is they have a process where 
the Texas te the textbooks come up. We review them. Uh, you, the they put them out for review. The community can look at them, and then they can submit edits mm -hmm. and say, "Look, this is challenging how the textbooks are in." So we submitted about a hundred, mm -hmm. um, and most of them got accepted mm -hmm. uh, because the state board said what we were trying to do is make it so that way Hinduism is being more uh, positively talked about. That it's not providing some negative connotations about Hinduism mm. in the textbooks, and this process was a long time ago at this point. But it was a, it was a very uh, active experience, and we, uh, and but the state board was willing to listen, so it was good. So, do you think you've made quite a big headway into you know changing things from when you attended school, and now Hinduism is shown in a much brighter, positive light? I believe so. Um, I'll give so an, is there more taught about Hinduism now, more than the three pages that you had earlier? I would, I would say so. I, have, I haven't looked at a sophomore high school history textbook recently, but uh, my son was, yes. uh, was, he was in sixth grade, so they teach, world, they teach the basics of world religions this year. And so they actually spent a full day, a day and a half on Hinduism. That's progress. Yeah, and that's they had, I had this video, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, a video on Hinduism!" And I was like, "Are they going to teach it right?" And then yeah. I got the transcript of the video, and I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh, it's outside of one word. I'm good with everything in this thing." That's and wonderful. It, it, it was, it was, it was great. So. That's yeah, very yeah. impressive. All and, due to your efforts. So that's wonderful. And that's for all of Texas. This was Fort Bend ISD. That video. So, oh no, no, I'm yeah. talking about the change in the textbook. Changing the textbooks is all, all. All of Texas, yes. So pretty much the same curriculum is followed all over. You would hope so. Now, school districts can buy their own material. You hope they, mm. they follow what the state recommended textbooks are, but uh, the, they could buy they could buy something separate. That's true. I see. Another aspect, uh, Rishi, is community. And uh, you're empowering uh, community advocates and leaders through an Hindu-American internship program. Can you talk about that? So we have a... So we have a uh, we have two pro we have a few programs. Uh, we had an internship program in D.C. Uh -huh. where we um, uh, had college students interning in uh, congressional offices. Okay. Uh, due to COVID, that has gone scaled back, so we haven't done it in a couple of years. Uh, we may restart it soon. Uh, but what we've been focusing more on this is this Dharma ambassadors and Dharma advocates training program, where we do webinars where we train members of the community to go out and talk about Hinduism in classrooms and, uh, and uh, go out and they also train people to go uh, represent the community and local, gov uh, you know, go talk to the local government leaders, go talk to their state representatives um, and talk about different issues and talk about uh, also talk about Hinduism and, and explain, you know, what, what Hinduism is to, uh, to your state representative because many state representatives don't know. Well, or don't care. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they generally care. I, I would say uh, we might have a few. You got your few oddballs here and there, but most of them are willing to listen. You've got, and so you you can go, you can have a meeting with them, talk to them about issues affecting the community, and they'll be, uh, and they'll they're willing to at least listen and say, okay, this is maybe we can. Because most elected officials, uh, you, you have to ignore the loud mouths on social media, right? You have to. Right, you, but there's no ignoring the woke. Sentiment that's going on right now. The 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 uh, no, Jawar. Woke refers to the left liberal people. Well, yeah. What I'm talking about is it's the extreme the, right. No, the, the response. The response to the to to that. What I'm saying is that there is so many um, 
people who are obviously becoming very intolerant mm -hmm. and uh, they're all over and I mean I, I'm, I'm, one, I'm struggling to see how you could possibly make uh, more of a broader appeal to people with, with what your advocacy here is in Texas. So I would say here in Texas, it's it's individual one-on-one -on -one meetings. You've got if you talk to an elected official, I was um, I was talking to a Republican official just last week. Um, it was it was you know they're they're not not everyone is what they are on social media. There are a few that are, uh, but the, the you can have those conversations and have those things. And do we, I, uh, do we have to go to a commercial break. In Maybe you can come back after that and sure. we can continue the conversation. So, folks, you're listening to Indo-American News Radio. We have Rishi Butada with the Hindu-American Foundation who's chatting with us. We had a listener, but I think he hung up. He had a question, but he hung up. Right, yeah. So, so we'll be right back after the commercial. Stay tuned. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American Indo News Radio. पिछले दो सालों में बहुत कुछ बदला और अगर कुछ है जो नहीं बदला वो है महाराजा के हीरे The most beautiful diamonds precisely crafted in eternal designs Maharaja best quality diamonds at even better prices Maharaja bringing diamonds to life 5821 Hillcroft 7134806776 you're protective of your money, and why wouldn't you be? You work hard, you stick to a budget, you save. So you deserve a company that has your budget in mind. At Discount Power, we care for our customers by offering affordable electricity to fit your lifestyle. Just because it's an essential doesn't mean it needs to be expensive. That means more money to do more of the things you want. Discount Power, why pay more for electricity? Visit DiscountPowerTX.com and sign up now. PUCT number 10177. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Indo-American News Radio. And we have the pleasure of uh, Rishi Bhutada joining us in the studio today. He is representing the Hindu American Foundation. He told us about the gala that they're having on April 15th at the India House. And we had questions about uh, how can he spread awareness, uh, countering, you know, intolerance that we see a lot in the state of Texas. Yeah, I would say there's, uh, you, you have, uh, you know, one of the things is where we can, besides the meetings, there's events, uh, you know, there's different things out there there's coalitions that we are a part of that are uh work to talk to legislators and so on and so that's one that's kind of the avenues that are there um and so you can have we have different things going on uh that statewide that are you know concerning many people for example governor abbott has proposed school vouchers recently um and uh it's a that besides the detrimental effect that would have on public schools that would also challenge us in terms of curriculum, right? Because a private school 
especially a private uh, school that follows a specific religious uh, a parochial a parochial school mm-hmm. uh, would not have um, uh, may not follow the same curriculum that we've gotten this we've gotten with the state. So it's a um, it's a it's a it's a question that you know we we have to grapple with. I. I I have a little bit of doubt that it's going to pass because the, uh, the Texas State House has shown uh, a lot of uh, disinclination toward passing uh, the school voucher program because rural rep- representatives of the state of Texas realize that would devastate their public schools. Well, but that happened uh, a couple of years ago when they first proposed it. Mm-hmm. But now Abbott has won by a landslide. Right. So he feels more emboldened. <laughs> right. A listener who's uh, who has another question. Can we uh, take him on? Uh, in in one second, I, I have I I have a question for Ricky. I mean Ricky. Richie. Richie. <laughs> <laughs> Richie. So uh, Richie, you're uh, on that subject. I mean, is HAF planning on doing a major event apart from this gala here? I would have to look at. I haven't. I, my focus has been on the gala, to be really honest. So I haven't thought about doing another event, but like that, I would say, depending on where, uh, if I see momentum going toward the school voucher program that I, I don't particularly like, I would say that would be something we definitely consider doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I okay. So we'll go to this the caller. Let's see. I think I know it. it, it I think I th- it's Mr. Daniel. You think you know this? I think I know this. <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. Daniel. Okay, why you Hindus want to come and stay in this dominantly Christian nation and talk about all your harassment? And okay, he you will, he, Hindus he harass Christians and Muslims all over India, and today in Delhi, in Jandamandar, there's a big demonstration by the Christians. All the killings that is happening by the Hindus towards oh. the Christians. So okay, why, okay. Uh, Mr. he Mr. will Mr. answer your why question. Okay, okay, he will answer why your you question. Go, why don't you go back? All right. Yes, okay. I'm going to say, go back. All right, thank you. All right, so that sounds almost as bad as Ann Coulter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rishi, if uh, some of our listeners want to uh, be volunteers for the HAF and would like to contribute um, in uh, any fashion, how should they reach you? So uh, they can contact us through the website. Uh, uh, we have uh, there's a form on the website uh, that will that they can use to email us. Uh, our website is www.hinduamerican.org, and the email address the to contact if they want to just do it to their own email address is info at hinduamerican.org and the staff at HAF will get to me and let me know um, and we're happy to have volunteers. Uh, are there any candidates that are coming up that uh, you're willing to support? So HAF is a uh, is a 501c3. Okay. So we can't get into the business of endorsing and supporting candidates officially. I yes. see. Um, we are always willing to engage with Hindu American candidates, especially anyone that has uh, that faces some type of defamation effort, like the caller here that starts shouting, "Why don't you go back to your own country?" Right. Right. And that that type of that type of thing. We are always willing to help a Hindu American political candidate out. <laughs> And responding to, and we've done that in the past. We did it in 2022. We did it in 2020. We did it in 2018. 
Um, and uh, it is always something that we are always willing to do because that, that type of effort re requires a community response. It just shouldn't be on the, uh, on the candidate alone. Right. So now in D.C., how large of a staff do, does HAF have? So in D.C., we have a couple of staff members, but I, wanna, I want everyone to understand. We have 14 staff members nationwide. We, okay. We, so All right. We, so it's not a huge organization in terms of overhead expenses. Right. It, it, uh, I would like to have more staff. I think but are they volunteers mostly? Uh, there's volunteers and staff both. The staff handles a lot of things. Uh, for, I would say for the amount of people we have, we punch above our weight. Uh, mm -hmm. and we, uh, they do a lot and they are, uh, and so we, uh, we do, uh, we do, we, we have staff in California. Right. And you, so, you know, there are similar organizations from other, uh, uh, religious groups. There's SALDEF, which is the Sikh American League. Uh, and then they have the, um, what you call it, um, uh, Jewish Defense League, mm -hmm. and then there's uh, the uh, M Gage, something uh, similar to that nationwide, right? Right. Yeah. Which is for Muslims. Right. So it stands to reason that Hindus should have something for themselves. Yes. Even it's even though it's a predominantly Christian country, that doesn't mean that you can't you you have to sit still and not not protect your own interests, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean. One, I, I, I like the saying that Congressman Roger Krishnamurthy yes. uh, uh, said, uh, he said at one of our galas, he says, if, uh, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. He always says that, absolutely. Yeah. We've got another caller. We've got a different uh, caller. You've sparked a lot of interest, Rishi. So hold on, <laughs> hold on a minute. So he Hello, caller, please go ahead. Hello? Line two. Hello, you're online. Hello, are you still there? I, I guess. Hello? Not. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Go ahead with your question, sir. Yeah. So I, I, I'm working for the big oil and gas company. And one day, one of the white guys just showed up in my office and told me, go back to your company. We and all have faced that, yeah. refused that. And he come almost three times. Uh -huh. And my question is, is that situation, is anybody giving me the backup? Is or should I contact someone? I don't know. Is, so you're saying this is harassment and you wonder how you could, you know, tackle it? Right. Okay, thank you. So that's a good thank question, Rishi. Do you have any uh, response for him? Sure. Um, Who he can reach out to? What I would suggest him to do is to contact uh, contact our, uh, uh, us at info at hinduamerican.org, kind of give us the details of what has happened to him. Uh, and he can, and then what the staff can do is they can, uh, talk with them, figure out what may be an appropriate course of action. I think the best course of action would be to talk with, giving him what he needs to say, so that way he can talk to HR. And if he needs, if he needs some type of help or anything, we could uh, the staff might be able to see how we could talk to their HR department as well. But a corporate HR department should be able to resolve this in a positive manner. That's what I would say too. I I, I just want to reiterate one thing, especially because we've had a couple of callers here, uh, or at least one of them who's been very vocal about his, his objection to us. The Jewish Defense League has been around for 50 years. Mm -hmm. The Saldef, which is for Sikhs, has been around for about four or five years, or maybe, maybe no, 10. They've been around longer, much longer. Well, they've been more vocal, at least in my mind. Right. But yeah, they've been around for a lot longer. The M Gage has been around for a long time. 
Right. It only uh, the HAF until HAF came about uh, in twenty two thousand four. There wasn't anything here no. that that actually stood up for the rights of of Hindus. Mm -hmm. Even if you want to get cremated, for example, right. I guess there could be some places where you, they look at you and said, "Hmm." You're Actually, now, uh, Jawar, there are quite a few resources. They are. I, in fact, I was in Brookshire just the other day. I saw uh, one there. But, but there's enough parts of rural Texas or this country where they, they're still not familiar with the customs. Right. So it only stands to reason that they would, there needs to be something like HAF. Right, exactly. And I'll, I'll give an example of where, uh, and this happens more on the East Coast, but uh, it, you'll have condominiums where they will uh, object to a Hindu putting a swastika as a kind of a, on their door as part of a festival. They'll object to it saying that, no, you're putting up a symbol of hate or someone. So we'll go talk to the homeowners association and we'll, and we'll say, uh, you know, this is a, uh, this is a, 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 a religious piece, symbol, a religious symbol. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is, and you know, we've, we've got, we've, and we'll get into a back and forth with them. Actually, a friend of mine who's from South India, he, his mother, she's an aged lady. So she, at, during some of the religious festivals, she actually did one of these rangolis on, on right in front mm -hmm. of her door, the entrance to the apartment. And the apartment people, they, uh, they didn't object, but people who were, their neighbors the objected. Neighbors, yeah. mm -hmm. And so they yeah, had to... Without knowing what it is. It's yeah. all about awareness. And, you know, we have to spread the awareness. And I think the Hindu American Foundation is doing an excellent job. And we can do more always, right, Rishi? Yes, we yes. always can do more. So I, we would uh, tell our listeners, get involved. You know, if you feel that this uh, causes something close to your heart, Reach out and, you know, get involved. And that's the only way to spread more awareness. The more and more people we can get involved in doing this, the more and more, you know, we'll be more prepared when people try to attack us or tell us to go back to our own country. I was yeah, definitely people need to get involved. I also want to encourage everyone to come to the gala again. Yes. Uh, we, uh, we absolutely. Uh, one more time. The gala is at. India House. India House on oh, April, April the 15th, mm -hmm. which is tax day. Well, no, it's Saturday, so Saturday. it can't be tax day. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, April 15th from 6 to 9 p.m. Yes. And uh, and bring your checkbook because you've got to write a check. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and if they, need to buy t if they want to buy tickets, they can go online to our website and look at upcoming events on the website, and you'll find the Houston Gala links right there. Right, at HinduAmerican.org. Yes. Right. Uh, thank you, Rishi. And... Uh, on a personal note, uh, I'd like to uh, recall our long association with your dad. Yes. And uh, how is he doing? He's doing well. Yeah. He, he's doing well. Good. Uh, yes. Ramesh Butada. Yes. Right. Yeah, he is doing really well. Thank you very much for bringing us updates on him from time to time. Rishi, always a pleasure having you with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, all right. So thank you, everyone. We're going to be going away from Rishi Butada and going to the tail end of our program, which is but another six minutes in Sanchali and Pramod are dying to share everything they know about movies. Go for it, guys. All right. Yes, yeah, Sanchali, have you seen any movies? Uh, I haven't. The last one I saw was that Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, okay. And I, I don't it's know a, if I told you. It's about a movie it. that was nominated yeah, for about, Academy yeah, Awards. Yeah, I hope. I think that'll be that'll be getting the best uh, picture award, best director award. Oh, we we have to take a quick picture, right? Okay. So yeah. So, well, I felt very lost when I watched the movie. It was too met metaverse for me, so <laughs> I actually fell asleep. Actually, there's a movie called Lost that's uh, come out of India. Okay. And it stars Yami Gupta. 
Okay. And uh, it has decent reviews. And it where might can be worth we watch it? It will be in the theaters. Oh, okay, okay. And then there's this. It's ships. called Lost. Did you say? Yeah, Lost. Just like the series, Lost. Yeah, exactly. Similar, but to different. The... Oh, different. okay. Shiv Shastri Balboa, it got released and yes. it's gone already. I, Is it? It's no longer showing at uh, oh, okay. AMC. But it has so, an NRI aspect to it. Yes, yes. It's shot in the US. Yeah, and it has good good actors like Anupam Kher and uh, Nina Gupta. Nina Gupta. So and Anupam Kher is a, a aged person who's <laughs> come to the United States uh, after a long career in India, mm-hmm. and uh, he identifies with Rocky Balboa. Oh really? So he yeah. has beefed up and he's got his six pack abs. And Anupam Kher into boxing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Believe it or not. And, and then, uh, so there's hope for us, sir. Huh? Absolutely, why not? But uh, Anupam Kher is younger than you guys, quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, um, you know, he hooked up with Nina Gupta's character. I see. And they uh, are on an expedition. So yes, it should be an interesting movie. And then too. there's a mismatched couple also in there, right? Like uh, right. Nargis uh, Fakri and. Uh, yeah, I think it's um, uh, Anupam Kher's uh, son, Hashmi, the character's yeah. son. And there's also, we'll get to see Jugal Hansraj after a long time. Right, right. After he made his first appearance in Masoom. Yes, Do you remember I still that? remember him from Masoom, of course. And Urmila Matonkar. Right. Who they can were forget. Kids. They were kids. Lakadi right. Kikati. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yes, Jawar is trying to show us a picture of Anupam, Anupam Kher. Anupam Kher. Yeah. Nah. And then there's another movie which released this week, uh, Hindi movie, Shahzada. Oh, yes. But it's not... It hasn't got. Indian any... Express has given it a very, very, very bad review. But IMDb has given it a very good review. It's uh, hard to say. And it stars uh, Karthik uh, Aryan. Yes. And then uh, the Kriti lady Sanan. is Kriti Sanan. Yeah. And... Uh, um, at least the actors the are good. The storyline is uh, uh, so yeah. Well, that's usually yeah. a, a problem with the Indian uh, yes. movies. So there's not much of a, you know, uh, I guess all the Oscar-nominated movies, like the Banshees of I- Inger, Ingerware, is yeah. it in Scotland? Yes. and That uh, one and the Fablemans. Sh- yeah, Fablemans. Yeah. Those are all showing at AMC, but at odd times. So oh, okay. if you get a chance, you can still watch it. And I think they're also showing Titanic. Yes, a, yes. Titanic uh, has come back. Anniversary and uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, okay. Uh, they've yeah, re-released that as well. Okay. So we have another caller on the line. We have a caller on the line. Okay. And they want to talk about Shezada. Oh, okay. All Shezade. right. Go ahead, sir. Hey, the Shahzada movie is nothing but it, it's exactly a, a remake of one of the South Indian Telugu movie blockbuster, Ala Vaikunta Puramlo. Okay, so oh, have they you, done a good job? Or watch? Right? Is it good? So, yeah, the movie, Ala Vaikunta Puramlo, it's a very nice movie. It's a super hit movie in South India. Okay. But with the movies releasing after a while in OTT, uh-huh. they come in multiple languages that you can play. I right? see. Right. Most popular are Hindi, um, Tamil, Telugu, Malayalam, and then few other languages that are. So, lot did more you watch Shahzada? So, who me? Yeah, I'm not going to go spend eight dollars. <laughs> okay, okay. So you've seen the original, and you're going to stick with it. It's like RRR. The original 
telugu song yeah. natu natu got nominated for the best song and, and they won the hindi version is not that good at all you know the original is much better but so. uh, the movie I, that's what i don't understand why do people make movies a remake when the same movie gets released in multiple languages and people watch it in their own regional language and then they're again seeing the same movie with different star cast yeah i guess they want to see the bollywood stars well yeah. it, it it's and almost like seeing uh, a english movie dubbed into chinese right yeah <laughs> and i think it's the lack of creativity and that's one reason a lot of people know about alavai kuntapuram lo even in north also so ஒன் <laughs> 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 Yes. Take yeah. care and be safe.